Welcome to the following presentation from IMG, America's home for college sports, on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, the Virginia Department of Social Services, and Outback Steakhouse. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804-638-9508 or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Second and goal at the two. It'll be Laletta looking to turn the left corner and dive for the goal line and he stretches the ball across the line and into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Spiders and Kyle Laletta. All right, third and goal from the 10 for Villanova. From the near hash, Mark McCloskey, shotgun snap. Back to throw. He scrambles to his left. He's on the run. He's going to run the ball towards the goal line and fumbles it. Down at the one-yard line, and Richmond recovers the fumble. Maurice Jackson, the Spider sophomore defensive tackle, recovers the loose football. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach Russ Huseman. This is the Spider Sports Line on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Packed hour on the Spider Sports Line this afternoon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. Those of you in-house in the restaurant at Outback, 7917 West Broad, and those of you listening on the radio and online, thank you for finding us on this Thursday afternoon. Yeah, we're going to review a really good Spider win from last week, the 22-0 shutout of the Villanova Wildcats up there on Philadelphia's main line, and, of course, we'll spend plenty of time Previewing the rivalry game this Saturday with James Madison in Harrisonburg with a 3.30 kickoff. And we have a couple of very special player guests for you today. They are both already here, raring and ready to go. A couple of our senior Spider student-athletes, Brendan Conacher from the defensive side and Porter Abel from the offensive side and has become an outstanding return specialist for the Spiders as well. So we welcome them, as does our crowd, and you'll hear from them in our middle segments this afternoon. Let's start with Coach Russ Huseman off of the victory over Villanova. Russ, my partner Chris Anderson, called it not necessarily a perfect game by the Spiders. I don't think there is such a thing, but a clean game by the Spiders. If you kind of get what he means by that, how would you assess your team's performance in that 22-0 victory? Great job by Chris because I agree with him. It was a pretty clean game for the most part. Um, you know, we, we had the one turnover. Kyle overthrew through. Um, Garrett Hudson. Garrett Hudson yep. uh, on a flag cut there. He'd love that one back. But for the most part, it was clean offensively, defensively, and special teams. We were okay. Not not great, but, you know, we, we kind of evened out that battle and played a good enough defense uh, to t- keep him out of the end zone. And then offensively, we you know, we got a lot of yards, but, they, you know, forced us into a couple field goals early when you want, you know, touchdowns there. But uh, he's, he's absolutely right. I thought it was a pretty clean game. The highlight, the headline to me would be the running game for the Spiders. And this is why you play the game on the field and not on paper, Russ. Here's Villanova, first in the league in rush defense. 
Spiders towards the bottom of the league in rushing offense, and yet you explode for, what, 175 yards. Xavier Goodall has 116. Why was the running game effective Saturday against Villanova? Well, you know, I'm not real sure. Um, I think Xavier ran the ball really well. Uh, You know, that one long run he had, there was just a very, very, very small crease. He got through it, you know, and pops a 44-yarder there. Um, You know, he broke some tackles. You know, they they, they had one where, you know, they had him in the backfield. He, he, uh, you know, knocked the guy away and and got nine. Uh, So, and then Kyle running the football Mm -hmm. really helped us too. And we kind of went in saying that we were going to have to start using our quarterback in the run game. More than we've done, uh, we've made that commitment. Not a ton, but we they they're going to have to honor our quarterback from here on out, and not just say, "Well, he's not keeping the ball, he's not running the football." Kyle is very effective at running the football. You know, we've just kind of, you know, we you don't want those ten to twelve runs a game, but ultimately we need that to get our running game going. That's kind of the way you guys, and I mean you as coaches and those that you brought with from Chattanooga, really like to structure the offense, don't you? It's almost like you've kind of taken the gloves off of Kyle a little bit here little as the bit. season has unfolded, yes? Gloves are halfway on still. We're, <laughs> we're going to protect Kyle. I mean, he's such a good player for us and and the, all the things that he does. So we're not, you know, we're not obviously going to be a quarterback run heavy football team, but they, they're going to have to honor, you know, when, when, when he pulls the ball or, you know, we run a zone or we run, some, you know, a jet and, they're going to have to honor that he's going to come out and he has the ability to put his foot in the ground and run the ball. And, uh, again, we did that. Kyle ran the ball effectively. You know, he's got to know, you know, when to get down. I think he did that a few times where he slid uh, to save himself or get out of bounds. Uh, but, um, you know, he, he, he can run it now. He could be really good. If you ran him, you know, 25 times a game, you know, our, running atta- our rushing attack would be really good. But there's no way you'd ever do that. Well, why Xavier? What did you see from Xavier or what did Coach Durden on offensive coaches, Coach Woods, see in what Xavier was doing that, uh, you know, sparked him to get the ball as many times as he did and to be as successful as he was? You know, you you made the comment to to me, and I probably shouldn't say anything, but, you know, four running backs is a lot. You know, are they going to get better by getting more snaps and not trying to get four people – work Gordon Collins didn't practice on Tuesday he's been dinged up quite a bit so now all of a sudden Xavier's getting more practice snaps and more you know and more reps in that way and uh, and it showed up I mean he he played really well um, the one thing that I was really pleased with him was you know his protection you know when we threw the football he stuck his nose in there and did a great job with protection and his ball security has always been really good so got a lot of confidence in him I think, you know, with Gordon not taking the beating he took last week, he didn't get a whole lot of snaps. Hopefully he's feeling healthier, but he's been the whole year. I mean, it's been a shoulder, a thigh, other shoulder, and he just kind of been banged up pretty good, and, and you feel for him. But, you know, maybe maybe not getting banged around in the game, maybe I'll make him feel a little bit fresher too this week. You know, it's hard to put the defense on page two of our discussion when they're coming off a shutout, but such is the case. And obviously Villanova's offense was banged up, no doubt about that. But still brag on the defense a little bit, Russ, because I thought they took another major step forward in their improvement process. I think we're really, 
I think our guys are kind of grasping what we want to do defensively. Obviously, when you shut somebody out, I mean, it's a great day. And 163 yards total offense, great day. Um, and, you know, when you're playing a freshman quarterback, you know, and they're, they're banged up a little bit on the offensive side, that's what you would expect. Um, I thought in the secondary we played way better than we've been playing. Uh, you know, we gave up the one. And, you know, part of that was coaching. But we gave up the one 60-yarder on a naked. You know, when really, you know, we weren't defending that play. Uh, so, you know, you put that on the coaches there. Other than that, I mean, you take that one away. And, I mean, it's it's a, it's a pretty good day by those guys. Hey, we'll get into JMU a lot, I'm sure, a little bit later in the show. But do you believe in momentum? Do you believe in confidence? Did you get what you got out of the Villanova game as you transition into preparing for James Madison? I believe in confidence, yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was one of the things that we had talked about as a, as a team. And, and uh, you know, it was it was one of those things where, you know, I, 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 I just said, guys, we got good players, man. Go play with confidence. Go play with energy. Just just go – You're be confident out there and go play. And, and uh, you know, and, I, and you could see it in their eyes. They were a confident group on both sides of the ball, and, uh, you know, and it, and it kind of showed in that game. Coming up in our second and third segments, a couple of those good players and confident guys, Brendan Conacher and Porter Abel, will join us on today's Spider Sports Line from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. Our last regular season show of the year is next Thursday from noon to 1 here as well. We'll be giving away some uh, Spider Club prizes as well next Thursday uh, with Coach Usman on the show. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's check in with Ivan. Then we got a break coming and our players coming up. Hello, Ivan. How are you today? Fine, Bob. Fine, Coach. How are you both doing today? Good. Good. Well, I just want to say congratulations on a great team victory you had last Saturday. I was really impressed with the way not only your defense played, but your offense played great, and, and you just had a complete team victory with that uh, shutout last Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, we had, I think, 485 yards of total offense, you know, which is a good amount. You know, it really, sometimes that doesn't translate into 22 points. It, it normally translates into more than that. But I was really proud of our guys because, you know, we started the second half with the ball, and we took it right down to score. Got it the next time, took it down and scored, and that's what you got to do in those games. I mean, you gotta you gotta go ahead. If we'd have gone three and out, now it's an eight nothing game. Do we press a little bit? All of a sudden, it gets to a fifteen nothing game, and and you feel really good about the game and, and how you're playing on defense. So, um, you know, even though it was only twenty two points, you know, I, I thought our offense executed pretty well. What do you think was the? Uh, what did you tell the team at halftime when, when they had that uh, when we had that eight to nothing lead? Oh man, I, I can't remember um, that you wanted it to be twenty-two nothing. Um, no, I just I think I just said let's go play thirty minutes of football. Um, you know I can't I I don't even remember what I said to be honest with you. Yeah, well I'm glad you. What, I'm I'm so glad you got a big win going into the uh, JMU game this week. Yeah, I mean that, uh, you know we helped the team a lot. You know you, your defense came. You get your key players who uh, uh, who've been injured are coming back at the right time, and I think that's going to really help you when it comes to uh, uh, when it when it comes to JMU because you know I think JMU is beatable, and I think we can and I think we can be the ones to beat them. Well, I love the confidence, Ivan. I really do, and and 
the only thing I can worry about and we can worry about is our, ourselves, our team. Uh, we know James Madison's got an excellent football team. They've got good players. Uh, we've got excellent players too. And, 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 and I think that's all we can do is focus on what we do, you know, how we play and uh, how James Madison plays. That's up to their coaches and their players. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's on us to make sure that our players are playing well. And uh, so, um, you know, I, 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 this game has been closed for many, many years. Um, you know, and, and uh, I, I don't think anything's going to change in that regard. No. And did you see the day where uh, JMU will be going up to the Division One uh, to the FBS level? I know there's been rumors about that. I, you know, I have no idea. Um, you know, I hope they don't. I mean, we love them in the league. I mean, they're great for the league. It's a great rivalry. Um, so, but you, you never know what's going to happen five, ten years from now. Yeah. All right, Ivan. Thanks. Ivan, say hi to the wife for me. <laughs> he will, I'm sure. Okay. All right, let's take a break, and we will say hello to our special player guest coming up after commercial timeout. Brendan Conacher and Porter Abel join us next on the Spider Sports Line from Outback 7917 West Broad Street, live on ESPN 950 102.7 FM. This is the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. Back by popular demand, Steak and Lobster are together again. This duo can't stay apart for long, mate. Outback Steak and Lobster, starting at $14.99 for a limited time. We're pairing our tender, juicy signature steaks with our mouth-watering steamed lobster tail. But hurry in, Steak and Lobster starting at $14.99. A deal this good won't last for long. We've also brought back one of your favorites, the loaded Bloomin' Onion. It's our signature Bloomin' Onion topped with delicious Aussie cheese fries. Hi, Richmond fans. Bob Black here for UPS. Your customers want more from your business. You've got to make more happen, whether they're in Richmond or on the other side of the world. Globally or locally, UPS is building solutions to help businesses give their customers exactly what they want. More made easy. UPS, the official logistics company of Richmond Athletics. Looking for a great deal on tires without the hassle? Then visit Dyke Tire Tire Pros. We have a hassle-free pledge, something you won't find anywhere else. It's our promise to make your tire buying and auto service experience simple, straightforward, and hassle-free. We have hundreds of tires available from all major tire brands, including Continental and General. Plus, all tires and automotive services are backed by Tire Pros nationwide warranty. Dyke Tire Tire Pros in Richmond or online at DykeTire.com. For the first time anywhere in Virginia, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue and you to go hog wild with a traditional down-home all-you-can-eat country pig picking feast. The last Monday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., Buzz will be slow cooking up a whole pig, seasoning only fresh hickory cut logs. Served with plenty of side dishes and fresh brewed iced tea for just $16.95. It's a pork lover's paradise. First come, first served while it lasts. So make sure to arrive early. Details available at buzzinneds.com. We're covering the Commonwealth every weekend. Border to border with Matt Joseph. Saturday mornings at 11 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. We're live at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, and broadcasting live on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. High snap goes over the head of the punter John Hinchin and flies out of the end zone. That'll be a safety. 
for the Spiders. They will take an eight to nothing lead. Third and 11 from the 14. McCloskey's gonna roll to his right and here comes Andrew Clyde for a smothering quarterback sack at the six yard line. Andrew Clyde is back and healthy. He leads the CAA in quarterback sacks and he just got himself another one. Game that we were referring to last week, the Spiders victory over Villanova 22-0 at Villanova Stadium. A couple of guys who participated and were key in the Spider victory are our guests today. A couple of seniors as we wind down the regular season. We will chat with Brendan Conacher, who's actually making his first appearance on the show, and Porter Abel, who has been with us before, makes a return appearance. So I'm going to start with the quote-unquote rookie, even though he's a senior. Brendan Conacher, because I think the play you made, Brendan, in the Villanova game probably set the tone for the entire game. We played the highlight at the outset of the show, but I hadn't given you credit yet because I wasn't sure it was you that forced the fumble when their quarterback looked like he was about to dive over the goal line and into the end zone. So take us through that play and what you saw and kind of what you felt when you knew you had forced that fumble. Yeah, I mean, as a defense, we know we were kind of like put back in the deep in the red zone, so we knew we needed to make a big play in that situation. So, uh, yeah, I knew, like, I saw the quarterback scramble, and I was in coverage on that play, so I kind of just came down, and I saw him run towards the goal line. I didn't chop my feet, kind of just, like, threw myself at him, and I didn't even know the ball came out in, the, in that moment in time. So, uh, luckily, we were able to get to an over there and build some momentum with that. Did you feel like it was a race to the goal line, that he was going to get to the goal line before you could get to him? A little bit, a little bit. I was, I was like, in the middle of the end zone, and I just saw him, like, tuck the ball away. So that's whenever I saw her just running towards him a little bit. And then I get, I, kinda, I think I just hit him in the ribs, and I think I put my head on the ball a little bit. So um, the ball came out, and I, I was pretty happy about that. Do you kind of get a sense when you make a play like that that, hey, maybe this is a play, whether you made it or somebody else on the defense, that could really set the tone for the rest of this game because that was pretty early in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. I think that definitely set the tone for us a little bit because uh, earlier in that drive, um, it was kind of on me, like on that naked play where they had the 60-yard pass. Um, So I knew I kind of had to take responsibility for myself on that one, and uh, I, I think I made up for it on that play. All right, two thoughts on all of that, Russ. Let me start with the positive there before the end of Brendan's comment. Uh, what did he do that was so good on that play to force that fumble? You've obviously watched the tape back. What did you see from the play that Brendan made, and did you feel like it could have set the tone for the game? Yeah, oh, no question it set the tone for the game, no question. And and I actually, exactly how he kind of described it, because he was in coverage, he was in the end zone, and um, I'm telling you, he didn't know this, but I was screaming. As soon as he talked, I said, come get him, Conacher, <laughs> as loud as I could. And when I saw him come, and I saw him come out of coverage, I said, all right, we're okay then. Um, and, and naked, he can put it on him all he wants. We didn't practice that in practice. I mean, if you don't practice something and you don't, you know, you don't say, hey, let's be ready for this, you know, it, it, we, we were trying to defend something different. You know, they came out and ran it naked. Uh, so, you know, it's – it's you know, I know these guys, will, they, they like to take ownership. But, you know, if you if you go look at our practice, I mean, that was not something we emphasized whatsoever. So, he's – you know, he's off the hook on that one for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I saw it develop and I saw him in the end zone and, and I knew, I said, he's got to come out. He's got to come off his man. And, and he did and made a, and made a great play. I love our guys, though, when they will step up and take ownership of something like that. Yeah. You talk about that all the time and the type of type of student athletes we have. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's 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 who they are. 
Hey, uh, the highlight you heard there about the punt that went over the punter's head. First of all, they got a great kicker at Villanova. Great I mean, punter. that kid can that kid can punt the football. Had he gotten that snap, the guy he would have punted it to is the guy on my left. Those of you in the restaurant to your right, Porter Abel, who is now handling punt and kickoff returns on a regular basis for the Spiders. And before we came back from the break, I asked him how he's embraced that, that role. He's had several different roles on this football team. So, Porter, tell our audience about your thought process of being a punt and kickoff return specialist now on this team. Uh, well, I, I love it. I, but it's, uh, you know, it's a little nerve-wracking back there. But, you know, I, I know that it's a big role to have. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, dependency on me back there. And, you know, I've, I really feel like I've embraced it um, in these past two games. And I enjoy it a lot. How important is it to be able to say, I love it, you know, not just kind of put your toe in the water here for something like that and rather dive in head first? Yeah, you know, you, you kind of, if you if you kind of, you know, put your toe in the water in there, you, you, you're going to be a little bit too nervous back there. You might, you know, mess up a little bit because, you know, there's very little room for error when you're back there. But, um, you know, I think it's really important to, you know, jump in head first and just take it take it as it is you haven't done a lot of that over the years and you're you know fifth year senior being asked to do something like that toward towards the end of your career of your season how did you kind of approach that as a way to help this football team down the stretch um i've been uh i've been doing it you know in practice throughout the year and you know just getting reps here and there and um you know stony brook game uh coach Huseman threw me in there and uh you know had a, had a ball doing it so yeah why'd you throw him in russ well, he's a pretty dependable guy. Um, you know, he, you know, he's going to catch it. He's going to make the right decisions, and that's you know, kickoff return. You know, you can say all you want. That's easy, man. You can drop it six times and pick it up and go, and, and you know, so nobody. But punt, whoo, man, they're on top of you. It, it's a, it takes some guts back there to do that, and you need a dependable guy. You know, we had muffed a few. Um, I think the confidence level in some of our other guys was not in great, you know, great shape. Um, so, you know, Porter's a dependable guy, no question about that. And, uh, you know, so he, uh, you know, he'll have a, he'll have a tough week this week too. And I mean, he's going to, you know, they're going to kick the ball all over the place. They're going to rugby it too. You know, it could be on the ground, could be in the air, could be a line drive. And, uh, so he's, he's got a big week this week. Now, how are you dividing your time Porter, uh, from a film study and a practice standpoint, obviously to be part of the offense, but also to be part of the special teams. Yeah, I've had to, you know, watch a little bit more film on um, special teams in terms of how, how the punters are kicking it and, you know, where like how high they're kicking it. And, you know, if it, this week they're doing rugby style, so, you know, how they're going to be doing that. And, you know, but also watching it from an offensive standpoint and watching their defensive backs um, and their um, um, press coverage. And, uh, yeah, it's been uh, – been a lot different I'll, I'll bet it has but you've done a great job with it so far and obviously you saw what we saw the Villanova's punter uh, certainly can get the ball up there and and punt it deep how did you kind of approach that as you you watch tape and then you went out there on the field to start fielding his punts yeah we, we knew we knew he had a really strong leg and then that the first one I was out there I was like oh, wow because yeah. <laughs> I was I was lined up at you know pretty deep about 55 and it still went about yeah. 10 yards over my head but, uh, you know, he, he had a really strong leg. And, you know, that ball just kept carrying and carrying. And uh, I, I felt like I handled it pretty well. I hate to say End it. End of the win, too. End of the win. On that first punt. On that first punt. Yeah. Because yeah. we had talked about it. We always talk about where we're going to put him based on the wind. And, and we had originally said 50 with the wind, 
45, you know, against mm. the wind, if he's punting against the wind. And we thought the wind – so. We we I think we moved you up a little bit more on that one, yeah. Uh, and so it was it was on us because we we thought no way you know no way he's going to bang one fifty to fifty five yards and sure enough man he killed that first <laughs> yes, one. Yes, he did. I hate to say it, but we kind of described you as a center fielder who maybe misjudged <laughs> a fly ball a little bit. Yeah, he on, gets lined up how we tell him right. to get lined up. So if if anybody doesn't like where he's lined up. It's not it's not Porter's fault. It's our fault. So what's it like having your head coach as your special teams coach? Obviously, Coach Huseman knows a lot about what he's talking about here with you. Yeah, no, he he's he's kind of you know right there with me when I'm when I'm back there. He's telling me you know you be smart with it, either catch it, fair catch it, kind of you know what the situation is, and you know I definitely know what I'm doing when I go out there. So that's a good thing. Brandon, what's this year been like strategically? I want to get into obviously the time you spent on the field and unfortunately the time you spent away with the injury, but just you know, a new type of defense, the four-two-five, the whole new strategy and philosophy. Um, how have you guys kind of learned it, and where do you think you are now? Because it does look like there's been significant improvement in the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely say it's been a transition for us. Um, you know, I think everyone on the defense is really starting to hone in on their position and their responsibilities. And I think as a defense, we're starting to gain a lot more confidence now, and we're really starting to take into coaching and uh, learn, like, taking what the coaches are trying to teach us and their techniques and everything like that. So um, I think the defense is starting to play with some confidence now, and we're really starting to, you know, develop, you know, chemistry on defense, and I think we're doing pretty well, and I think we're hitting JMU at a pretty good time. I can tell you it looks like you guys are just reacting and playing now Mm -hmm. more than thinking about, you know, where you're supposed to be. Is that how how accurate a comment is that? I'd say it's very accurate. I mean, Sam Houston, I mean, for the amount of time I played in that game, I (laughs) I feel like I was just, like, out there thinking a lot, but um, I think right now a lot of the players are starting to react and just play and be able to, you know, use the talents that were that were given. And uh, I think we're all like pretty confident now. Russ, are you seeing that? Is Coach Braithwaite seeing that? That maybe it's a little bit more just react or act as opposed to think before acting. Yeah, and it, it, the the one thing is, and we we knew coming in that we we've got good athletes. We knew we had good players. We had experience there. The biggest problem, and maybe uh, uh, Con can tell you this, but the biggest problem that we it's taken us a long time were eyes. Like with hmm. us, we need our eyes from sideline to sideline. We need to see things. And what they were coached in the past a lot, especially corners and maybe even the safeties and a lot of your coverages, you know, we were look they were looking at wideouts and and making adjustments based on that. And and you know, we're in the backfield first and then we pick up and I talk about peripheral vision and opening your eyes up and and you can kind of see it you know I like an example is is uh is uh uh JJ at corner you know it took us a long time now all of a sudden he's kind of opened his eyes up he's played really really well these past couple weeks and and you can just see him seeing things and playing with more confidence and again I don't know if it's if that's correct or not but you know, as, as I looked at it, uh, you know, it's just I think it's eyes and where our eyes are. All right, Brendan, talk about the eyes. I mean, I think he's right on that. I think we had to do a better job, like look at the big picture, like looking at like the whole de- the, the whole offense as a whole. Um, like we can't be like zoning in and like have tunnel vision on like one certain guy. Like Coach Braithwaite and Coach Houston always been telling us that uh, just look at the big picture and like kind of just like be able to react and like just be football players out there. We don't want to be just be out there and just – Look at one guy and just do your job. We want to just be, we want to be football players and be able to react on certain things and help other guys, and not just like do your job, just like do your job and do something else. Like you know, you want you want to be react two or three times within the play. 
Porter, how about from the offensive standpoint? Maybe not quite as dramatic a change, but still a difference in what you're doing offensively, a little bit different philosophical approach to the offense, different coaches. Uh, you still got number five back there, so that probably brings a smoother transition to things. What was it like this year unfolding the offense with new coaching staff? Uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely different. Our, our offense is, you know, a little more fast-paced than it has been in the past. But, you know, like you said, with Kyle back there, uh, we have a good leader, um, you know, dictating the offense. And, um, you know, Coach Durden's done a really good job with play calling for us this year, and they've kept it, you know, fairly simple for us, um, especially early on, um, making sure that we knew what we were doing. And uh, I think we've all enjoyed it. What's it been like to have been part of such a deep and talented wide receiving core of which you're certainly a member of? Um, it's it's been great. I mean, I love every single one of the guys in the room. They're they're awesome guys. They're uh, they're incredible athletes. Um, it's you know I learn a lot from each and every one of them every day. So uh, you know it, it's a privilege to be in, in that room with them. Were any of you guys surprised that Kyle's having the type of year that he's having, especially considering? coming back from his injury at the end of last season not not at all he's so. <laughs> yeah not not at all he's he's a he's a very intelligent guy you know on and off the field and uh he he knows everything that's going on before the play and you know he's going through the play reading every uh everything the defense is doing so uh you know i don't think any of us are surprised do you admire it and respect it even a little bit more because you were a quarterback in high school oh yeah yeah definitely i I definitely admire it, and you know, I see, I see what he's, you know, his thought process during some plays. You know, it, he's a, he's a very uh, impressive uh, quarterback to watch. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, get off the field a little bit, and get behind the scenes with these guys. A couple of veteran guys for the Spiders who've been through a lot of games here at the University of Richmond and have walked across that campus an awful lot of times. So we'll do that when we come back in a moment, halfway through the Spider Sports Line today with Brendan Conacher and Porter Abel. Coach Usman and I are back in a moment on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Powered by Ace Electric. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Water. Hey, it's me, Water. Ah, look, about what happened in your apartment with a broken pipe. Um, I just wanted to apologize for ruining all your stuff, and I hope this can all just be some me under the bridge someday. Oh, and also, I'm not paying for anything. Okay, bye. Water never pays for water damage. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. For the first time anywhere in Virginia, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue invites you to go hog wild with a traditional down-home all-you-can-eat country pig-picking feast. The last Monday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., Buzz will be slow cooking up a whole pig, seasoning only fresh hickory-cut logs. Served with plenty of side dishes and fresh brewed iced tea for just $16.95. It's a pork lover's pair. Paradise. First come, first served while it lasts. So make sure to arrive early. Details available at buzzandeds.com. At UR School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of professional and continuing studies sometimes you have to go back to get ahead visit spcs.richmond.edu for details at the university of richmond 
you get a leading liberal arts university in a dynamic capital city where you can be an accountant and an artist. Research alongside faculty and have an internship in your field. Be part of Division I athletics and highly ranked academics. The University of Richmond. We are, you are. Hi, this is Richmond football coach Russ Usman. Tune us in all season long for live game action in my weekly radio show on the home of the Spiders, ESPN 950 and ESPNRichmond.com. It's Spider Football and Lunch at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. You're listening to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. From the pistol formation, Loletta hands it off to Goodall. Left side, dives for the goal line and into the end zone for the first Spider touchdown today. It comes from Xavier Goodall, his first touchdown of the season. Hey, before we get behind the scenes a little bit with these guys, uh, Porter, how good was it for you guys offensively to see the run game do what it did Saturday against a stout rush defense and to be able to put those kind of numbers on the stat sheet and for Xavier to have the type of game he had? I think it just gave us a lot of confidence um, for the rest of the year because we knew how good Villanova was against uh, you know, the run offense and going in to that game and putting up the numbers we did, I, I think it was really impressive for us and uh, Xavier and up front, we, we did really well. How important is that going into these last two games of the year to be able to put that on tape and for JMU and then William and Mary to have to say, you know, wait a minute, their run game is getting better. We just can't focus on the pass. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I think it will definitely change how defenses have to, you know, play against us a little bit. And um, I, I think it's going to help us a lot in the next two games. All right, from the end of the year, let's go back to the start of the year and chat just briefly with Brendan about the injury that he suffered in the Sam Houston State game at the start of the season and then your recovery process to get you back on the field. And we are all thrilled for a lot of reasons that you're back on the field. But certainly as a senior, you wouldn't have wanted your career to end that way. Did that thought go through your mind as either you're laying on the field or you're off the field starting to get treatment from the doctors? Yeah, I mean, whenever I was laying on the field, I wasn't really thinking about it. I was just like... I was just like, what's going on with my arm right now? But I remember, like, as I was getting carted off the field and, like, looking at the fi- like looking at the field, I thought I was looking at it for the last time, honestly. Um, I thought, like, my senior season was over. But uh, fortunately, I was, I'm very fortunate to be able to come back as soon as I did. And I like to credit, like, the, the train staff for helping me get back as soon as I did. And the, the coaches were very patient with me. Um, I wanted to get back as soon as I can, but um, – I, we also had a uh, Samari Springs mm-hmm. who did a really good job stepping in for me, and like even when I did come back, like I wasn't like you know full go. Um, I'm not sure if I could go like maybe like all 70 snaps a game. So he did a really good job stepping in for me, and he, he's going to be a really good player for the next coming years. And coach had mentioned that I think the week he came back that it wasn't about the elbow; it was more just about cardio and your legs mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Exactly. Right. It was hard. Yeah, it was hard to get back in the football shape a little bit. Um, like I was just. For, like, for my recovery process, I, I'm pretty much just like all you could do is like pretty much just sit. So hmm. I can't. I wasn't really like you know running a lot a lot of the time. So um, it took a, it took a couple of weeks for me to get my legs back under me, but I feel good now. So um, without it being too painstaking, uh, can you go back and tell us a little bit about what happened? I know you were talking with some of our folks during the commercial break here in the restaurant. I was just eavesdropping on it a little bit, and I don't want to harp on it too yeah. much. Uh, but it did look, you know, really yeah. severe when it happened, and that's another reason why we're so glad you're back on the field. Yeah, I just remember, like, I was taking on a block, and the guy cut me, so, like, my feet were pretty much in the air, and I was 
how to put my hands on the ground and kind of like support myself. And then I just remember my right arm just completely giving out. And then I'm laying on the field. I try to get up and I just look over to my right arm and I see like my hand, it's pretty much turned the other direction. And it was just completely unnatural. I was just like, what the heck People is going on? People are trying to eat <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah I, I apologize. I apologize. It was, it, it was not a sight to see. It was not a sight to see. So I, I was definitely I was definitely happy. Like, uh, nothing fractured. It was just a nice, clean dislocation. But um, I'm definitely happy to be back on the field with my teammates. That's my blame for the week. If I hadn't asked the question, he never would have said that, and he never would have ruined everybody. So, I, was out, I was out there. I, I saw him, man. It was feel for guys in that situation no question and you were worried as well that maybe his career had come no you weren't nope i've seen that injury before um buster screen had the same exact injury and i told i told brendan immediately i said hey i've seen this injury i've seen guys come back from this injury and uh uh you know i I, I watched the same exact thing happen buster got upended bang arm on the ground and he wore the brace just like he did the rest of the year and came back and played. And so I, I kind of, you, you know, you, 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 you kind of think, wait a minute now, I, I've seen this. I, I think you – but I, he didn't want to hear that from me at that point in time. He just wanted the doctors to I get him believe, off the I didn't the believe field. him. I, I was like, I'm not coming back for a while. <laughs> Experience is the best teacher there, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he, he put, Buster put his arm down just like Brandon did. And the same thing. I mean, it was it was ugly looking, and when he wa- he went off the field, I said, "No way, he'll play again." And mm-hmm. and sure enough, he came back. And Brandon did too. In the weeks you were out, what did you try to do to to help not only Samari in your position, but just the defense mm-hmm. in general? To, I mean, you're an experienced guy. You've been mm-hmm. around this program for five years mm-hmm. now. What did you try to do when you couldn't get on the field? Yeah, I was just making sure like everyone was like kept in check a little bit. Um, I knew Samari Springs. He was a very young player at that point in time. I mean, he's obviously more experienced than he like right now. But um, I was just trying to like make sure that he was just like doing everything right, just doing his job because uh, you know I knew it was like a it's a hard position to fill because it's free safety positions like there's a have, there's a lot to know about the free safety position. You have to like give everyone the keys and everything like that. So. Um, you know, as a def- like as a defensive player, and like one, I'd say one of the leaders on this defense, I try to just, you know, tell the guys like, you know, just keep pounding away. Like we just need to win these next couple of games. And I came, I, fortunately, I came back. Uh, I think week six or something mm-hmm. in the season. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. We are all happy yeah. about that, <laughs> Brendan. Uh, let me go back to the beginning of the season again on a much more positive, uh, highlight-filled note. Uh, Porter Abel had the two touchdown game against Howard in the home opener third game of the year, and uh, I should have pulled this highlight out and run it because I knew I was going to ask you about it because it was spectacular. It was the 70-yard catch and run in that Howard game uh, for a touchdown that will be towards the top of the highlight reel when this season comes to an end no matter what happens. Uh, can you go back and kind of talk a little bit about what you did in that game, the connection with Kyle, and that particular play, Porter? Yeah, that game, you know, obviously – Put up some big numbers yeah. offensively, and Kyle, Kyle put up some huge numbers offensively that game. Um, you know, it was an, a really fun game to play, and on that play, Kyle just threw me a simple out route and made a couple, made first guy miss, and then after that, I was trying not to get caught. It looked like you could have been out of bounds at some point on that play. I don't mean that you did, but I mean if if you had probably just taken a nudge and gone out of bounds, it would have been a 20 or 25 yard gain, and everybody would have clapped and said, "Hey, that's fine." Um, I'm seeing it in your eyes that maybe you saw the same thing. Yes? No? Yeah. Well, yeah, after I broke that first tackle, um, I, I kind of took a couple steps, and I thought I might have been out of bounds, but 
I didn't hear anything. The guys were still coming at me, and the ref didn't blow the whistle. And I was like, oh, well, here we go. And I just kept, I just kept going. Hey, uh, Russ, I had asked Porter about this, but, but how important is it to have as deep a wide receiving core as you have? Not just talented, which they obviously are, but to be that deep, especially when you got a quarterback who can sling it all over to the field to all sorts of receivers. Huge. I mean, to have that, have the number of guys we got there, um, probably nobody in the country has that. Um, unless you're playing true freshmen, two or three true freshmen. We're not playing any true freshmen. So, you know, we've got six or seven guys that, uh, that are rolling in practice, that are, that are all capable of producing and playing. Uh, it's huge. And, you know, you, you hate to say it, but, you know, when you got six or seven, and now you're in really good shape if you get banged up in that position. We've been healthy at wide out. In the, you know, so the position of strength, I mean, a huge, with numbers galore, we've, we've, we've been healthy. And maybe that's why we've been healthy. Maybe it's because we can play so many yeah. people, we can practice so many people, and, and that may be part of it too. But uh, uh, we, we got a bunch of them there now. Absolutely. All right, let's finish up with these guys. We'll let them go have lunch. Their food just arrived as well. So both of you guys are fifth-year seniors. You've been around the JMU rivalry for a long time. You've been involved in some absolutely memorable games. For both of you guys, Porter, I'll start with you. What makes this game so good? What makes this game so special? I know every game counts. You want to be 1-0 and every week. But, boy, this game seems to create memories year after year. Yeah, I mean, I think for me it goes back to the year when we went up there when they had college game day there that was obviously a huge game and you know we went up there and upset them that year and that I think was a huge year for me personally because that was the first year that I've I played in the game in a significant role and you know for to, for us to go up there and win that game I think it was huge and you know from then on it's been a huge game every year Looking you're a Virginia guy um did it did it kind of hit you even before you were a Richmond Spider? Did you know much about it? The rivalry was evolving as you were in high school and being recruited. Um, yeah, you know, I came to – actually, I came to the JMU-Richmond game when I was a uh, recruit still, and it was, that was a big game that year. Um, but, yeah, I, I could see it from that from that point too. Brendan, you're, you're not a Virginia guy, so how did the rivalry kind of hit you when you first started – playing in it and what's what's made it so special for you yeah i mean with this kind of game it's it's one of those games where like the stats the records and all that kind of stuff doesn't really matter because it's always like a toss-up with this kind of game like it's always a close game between both teams and uh i don't know we we both respect each other but at the same time we also want to like beat each other at the same time so (laughs) obviously but um it's a it's a special game and uh i think that I think we're ready for this one. I think it's going to be a special game this weekend. Certainly, we hope this trend continues, but any idea why the visiting team has been so successful in this series? You don't see this very often in any rivalry in college football, and maybe it's just because both teams are really good. I, I don't know, but any any idea? Ever give it any thought? I mean, I, I think it's just like I said, like everything just goes out the window. It's just who, like both teams come to play like in this kind of game, and it's going to come down who just executes and who – um, is able to, you know, perform better in this game. Hey, Porter, you mentioned the college game day thing two years ago. Um, you guys, we, I, I stayed with you guys as well, we're so far removed from that thing on Friday. You know, the hotel is 20, 25 miles away from Harrisonburg. By the time the bus is pulled up on Saturday, 
game day had packed up its stages and were heading to their to their next spot. Did you ever go back and watch it? Did you ever allow yourself to relive what really went on that you really weren't that much a part of? Um, we got to watch maybe like five ten minutes of it before we you right. know before we had like our final team meeting get together at the hotel. But I mean, not really. No, I mean we kind of we we didn't see um, you know Lee Corso's pick or anything <laughs> like that. We we heard about it, but uh, yeah, I think it helped us. You know, you know being able to focus on the game and not everything else that was happening. All right, let me wrap it up with you guys. As we mentioned, a couple more weeks left in our regular season worth of shows. we got a couple seniors this week. I can pretty much guarantee you we'll have a couple seniors next week as well. Not pushing you by any stretch of the imagination, but what's next after the University of Richmond? Porter? That's a great question. Thanks. <laughs> Finally asked a good one, Russ. Um, yeah, I, I'm – Right now, I'm actually looking to get into the family business of uh, getting the coaching, mm-hmm. um, which my dad does. Uh, he's a uh, really good one. Uh, yeah, he's not bad. Not, he's bad. not bad. He's a uh, Division three head coach at Washington Lee University. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, may, maybe uh, getting on his staff, maybe on another staff. Uh, we'll see where that takes me. But, yeah, definitely trying to get into coaching. Good for you. Brandon? Uh, we'll see. Too. I mean, I'm not banking on it a bit. Depending how the rest of the season goes, might might try to get the NFL a shot. Might try to do a combine. We'll see about that. But if not, just move down to Raleigh, do something in business, and uh, see where it goes from there. You guys are going to be successful in whatever you decide to do uh, beginning this Saturday, by the way. You're going to be successful as well, right? Porter Abel, Brendan Conacher, thank you for being our special player guests this afternoon. Back with uh, some questions, email questions from the audience and that we've got online in a moment when the Spider Sports Line continues. Our final segment coming up from Outback for this Thursday on ESPN 950, the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. Lux Chevrolet is celebrating their 100-year anniversary, and they're going to use their century of experience to help you find your next Silverado, Suburban, Impala, Malibu, or Equinox. Lux Chevrolet uses their vast knowledge of GM vehicles to help you maintain and service your vehicle to keep it on the road longer and help maintain its value. So for Chevrolet sales, service, or parts, go where experience reigns supreme. Lux Chevrolet in Ashland and online at LuxChevrolet.com. Proud to be family-owned since 1916. The Ford year-end sales event is here. Now with 0% APR financing for 72 months, plus $1,000 cash back across a full lineup of Ford vehicles. That's Ford, America's best-selling brand. Now with exclusive holiday offers. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months, plus 1,000 Ford credit cash across a full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. Thus selling based on 2016 sales. Not all buyers qualify for Ford credit financing. 72 months at $1,389 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment on cars and SUVs. 72 months at $1,389 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment on F-150. Not available on Ford GT, Fiesta, Focus RS, Mustang GT350, 350R, Raptor, or Super Duty. Take new retail delivery from dealer stock by November 30th, 2017. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for complete details. I'm on top of the world. 
Need car work? Go to BonairShell.com to learn about all the things that Bonair Shell can do for your car and your peace of mind. They have a full line of automotive services, including gas, oil changes, transmission work, belts and hoses, major brand tires, wheel balancing, and complete engine renewal. And if one of those pesky dash lights comes on, we can check that out too. In business for 20 years, go see Scott or Keith at Bonair Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to BonairShell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. Did you know that 36% of people eat pizza for breakfast or that one in six men eat pizza at least once a day? Americans love pizza. And on any given day, 13% of all people in the U.S. eat pizza. ESPN 950 and Papa John's Pizza are teaming up to make sure that you can get your daily dose of pizza without ever paying full cost again. As an ESPN 950 listener, you can save 30% off any menu item when you order online at PapaJohns.com and enter the promo code ESPN950. That's pizzas, breadsticks, wings, and desserts. Papa John's Pizza. Better ingredients, better pizza. Now 30% off for pizza lovers everywhere. At you are School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation, and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman, live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Final segment of our Spider Sports Line. Again, next week is our last regular season edition. Um, when the Spiders get to the playoffs, uh, we won't have one the following week. Obviously, it's Thanksgiving Thursday. Um, so just if the Spiders are playing football after that, we will be back here at Outback is the best way for me to put that. Saturday at JMU is a 3.30 game. It is on Masson 2. Um, the telecast is on Masson 2 this Saturday. And, of course, on radio, we'll be on the air at 3 with our pregame show. Uh, Jasmine Coleman is returning to the radio booth Saturday. Chris had a work assignment that's taking him out of town. So we're bringing Jazz back. The 10-year vet of the radio booth is making a return appearance Saturday afternoon along with Matt Smith, who will be on the sideline. All right, Coach, a couple questions for you before we wrap it up today. Uh, continuing to preview James Madison, uh, one fan writes that, hey, we lost last year, couldn't get off the field. Duke scored a lot of points, obviously, 47 of them in a 47-43 shootout. How will the Spider defense go about trying to stop JMU this Saturday without allowing them to score those kind of points? Well, I think the first thing is we, we've got to contain their quarterback. And, you know, he's going to throw the ball. He throws the ball really, really well. He's going to complete some balls. Obviously, we got to get him on the ground as quickly as possible, and then we cannot let him. We got our pass rush lanes have to be great. Our, our linebackers have to be in a position if he breaks it through, you know, to get him on the ground. We can't we can't give him that third and thirteen scramble, fourteen yard gain to keep drives alive. And uh, I, I think he hurt him last year a little bit scrambling. And uh, I mean, we we got to contain. He's such a good player and. You know we got to contain him, but they're good all the way across the board. And and uh, but I think he is the guy that makes them go, no question. Absolutely. All right. How about on the other side of the ball defensively? I mean, their numbers are eye popping. Starting with the most important one, they give up less than ten points a game, but all their other numbers are first or second in the CAA. Yeah. Um, 
we, we have to find ways to run the ball. I, I mm-hmm. think I say that every week, mm-hmm. but especially this week, we, we're going to have to find creative ways, find ways to run the football. We're going to have to get them blocked. Um, we, we, we have to run it, and we have to run it effectively. Um, you know, we're going to have to win some, some battles in press, man. They're, they're going to get up there and press our guys. And, and you know, Tyler Wilkins, Brissett, Cortrell, Porter, all those guys are going to have to win, you know, in man coverage. Um, and we're going to have to win. We won't win them all, but we got to win our share of them. No question about that. And so if we run the ball and we can convert some plays, you know, in, in, in their man coverage stuff, you know, hopefully we can move the ball and get some points on the board. What do you remember from this rivalry, Ross? You've been a part of it before. I know it's been some years back. You were a defense coordinator here, and obviously you were at William and Mary when they were playing JMU, as well. What what are your what's your take on this rivalry? I, it's a, it's a great rivalry. When I got here, I knew you know I knew that it, it was William and Mary and James Madison were Richmond's biggest rivals, and and I felt it when I was here the last time. You know, we were talking off air. I kind of remember. I don't remember all the games. But I do remember, and I was talking to uh, some people here, um, the 17-16 win we had up there when Andrew Harris got the, the shoestring tackle on fourth down to preserve that win, and then Scotty McGee's punt return <laughs> uh, for us to lose that game. But I do remember this. I remember Mike London in that locker room, and we went to four and three, and there was no sense of panic whatsoever in, in, in his eyes or his voice. and, and uh, But – the thing that people don't remember is he, he, he got the touchdown, but I think it was one second or two seconds left on the clock. But the the bottom line is we had a shot to stop him defensively the, the previous drive, and we didn't get that done. And then, obviously, we had a chance offensively with the ball back with some time, and we didn't get that done either. So, uh, you know, you, usually the team that's supposed to win – wins this game whether it's home row whatever it is it, it, you know somehow some way and we were supposed to win in that 17-16 game and maybe they're supposed to win with the punt return but um it's it's a great game you just look down the list mm-hmm. the scores and and you know the the closeness of the series and the closeness of the games uh um you know it, it, it's a fun game to play it's 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 fun to play up there at, at Harrisonburg it's a great atmosphere so um, our guys will be excited to play. All right, wind it down uh, with an email question, spidersportsline at richmond.edu if you'd like to go that route, and you can send those anytime. don't have to be during the show. And we've talked about this a little bit. This is a real general question. Um, now that you've got a full season of recruiting in, how's it looking for 2018, and how different is the recruiting at Richmond than Chattanooga? Well, <laughs> it's way different, <laughs> uh, recruiting at Richmond. Um, you know, um, you know the 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 elite academic kid that you have to go get. Um, you know at at Richmond, you know we had to we we have to expand our area. You know to go. I mean you have to have a broad area because you got to go find players that are that are you know star students in high school and uh, plus great football players. You know at Chattanooga. You know Chattanooga is a great place, good school, no question about it. But you know, I'm not trying to to downgrade any of the other places, but when you when you're talking about a Richmond degree and the type of education that you're getting, you know, it, it's an elite education. So you gotta, you know, you're gonna have to bring in obviously the best of the best academic kids, and so you have to expand it. You know, Chattanooga, obviously our academic requirements uh, were 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 higher than the NCA, but you know, down there we we could go a 200 mile radius 
and find everybody that we needed mm. to find at, at Chattanooga because, you know, you got Atlanta, you know, you got Nashville, Knoxville, you got and, – and, and you can probably recruit quite a few more people than you can in a 200-mile radius mm. here at, at Richmond. So it, it is different, um, but recruiting's all the same. It's building relationships. It's finding the right fits for your team. Um, you know, it, it's finding the right fits for the university, and and our coaches did a great job at Chattanooga. Um, you know, finding the right fits, and 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 they did a great job last year, and they'll continue to do a great job to find the right fits for University of Richmond. Yeah, how good do you feel about what you think you're going to get? Obviously, you can't talk specifically, and you do have this new December yeah. signing period that's coming up quick. Yeah, I mean, if if we can sign who we think we're going to sign in, in December signing period, it, it just makes your life so much better. I mean, you kind of have an idea of, you know, here's what we've got. You know, we're, we're hoping, we are hoping to sign half our class in the early signing period. Um, you know, right now we're projected to do that, but anything can happen <laughs> here in the next two months or whatever it is uh, until that signing period. Uh, but you know, now all of a sudden you don't have to worry about those seven, eight, nine guys anymore. You right. don't have to go babysit them. You don't have to spend money. You don't have to get on a plane to go see them every week so they know you love them. You know, <laughs> you do love them, but you got to show them every time. You, you can't know. just email them. Huh? You got to get on the plane. You can't email because that ain't good love. <laughs> you got to get on the plane and spend some money. And uh, so, uh, but. But now you, you really don't. You can email them and tell them you love them. All right. And they, there's nothing they can do about it. Right. <laughs> All right, enough of that. There's only one thing for you to focus on the rest of the week. Saturday at 3.30. No question. Good luck, I Coach. hear the music. Yeah, there All we right. go. Good work. Here. Well done. Thank Again, Brendan Connick, Reporter Able. Thank you, fellas. Enjoy lunch. Thanks for being with us. Coach Usman, Bob Black, saying so long from Outback. Mitchell Bradley producing on location. Matt Josephs in our ESPN 950 studios. Uh, enjoy the game Saturday. We'll see you back here next Thursday for the next edition of the Spider Sports Line from Outback Steakhouse. So long, everyone. You've been listening to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman, live from Outback Steakhouse, 7919 West Broad Street. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, the Virginia Department of Social Services, and Outback Steakhouse. For the latest Spider Sports news and updates, visit richmondspiders.com on your computer, mobile device, and tablet. Plus, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics on the Spider IMG Sports Network.